Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan, and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am. I want to say I'm excited to talk to you all, but I really wish this was a victory Monday. Uh, you know, rough game for the New York Jets yesterday. Home opener. Jets wind up falling to the Baltimore Ravens 24-9 in a game that seemed a little competitive at halftime, but never felt like the Jets really had a shot to make things happen. Um, so I want to hear your thoughts. We're going to start phone calls at 8.30, same time we always do. I want to hear from you. You get three minutes on the clock, and after three minutes... That's it! You're out of here! That's right. I'm going to eject you from the cockpit. Before we do that, want to pay a few bills. Fellas, fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. CeeDee Lamb is good, but you have but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to take your snake. Uh, time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their performance package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code JETSTALK. So if you want to help out the channel, get your balls feeling right, uh, highly, highly recommend. This is one that I actually don't mind doing. <laughs> Sponsor reads and stuff. This is a good one. Really enjoy their products. Uh, I got to try, uh, I haven't tried the new deodorant yet. New deodorant's looking pretty nice but uh yeah okay so lots of stuff to go over uh michael carter has himself a, a pretty decent day 100 all-purpose yards 60 yards in the on the ground 40 yards in the air it's exactly what we want to see from from the backfield for sure uh Brees definitely did not get many things going i want to say carter was like six yards per touch or so and Brees was like 3.8 little bit of a lackluster initial um, first game for Brees Hall. Other than that, the rest of the rookies looked uh, looked all right. Sauce looked pretty good. Prevented a touchdown. Had a nice little pass breakup. Jermaine Johnson got in on a sack. I don't know if they wound up changing that and crediting him with the full thing, but it looked like he, he had the, the full sack. Garrett Wilson has a nice little shifty play. Scoot up the sideline. Clemens. You forced to fumble, right? Bonkers for Blackberries Ale. If you've ever had this, let me know how it is. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you how it is anyway, because I'm having it, but I don't know. Yeah, man, I see you guys not too happy with the outcome of yesterday's big game. Aside from the game, I want to talk a little bit about before the game. Because that was a lot of fun. Got to go out. It's me, my brother, my old neighbor, and my new neighbor. Got to go out, hang out at the stadium. Met a ton of you guys. A lot of fun. Linked up with O'Leary, Green Bean, Richie, uh, Jack, Sack Exchange. I didn't get to see Tyson and the Let's Talk Jack guys. I missed them. Buffalo Jet fan was there. Had a whole bunch of fun. It's a really good... Uh, Really good time hanging out with everyone, talking to everyone, getting everyone's feelings on the season. Because I think we were all kind of in the same boat. Like, we weren't afraid 
of the uh, of the Baltimore Ravens. We felt like we could potentially keep them in check if you could hold on to Lamar and prevent him from going off, which I think the Jets did. Jets should have had an opportunity to win. We kept Mark Andrews in check. We kept Lamar in check. The defense did its job. Now, there were breakdowns. I would say Joyner had a rough day. I'd love to actually look and see what uh, what everyone's saying about him. I was at work all day, so I didn't really catch all that. But he had the blown coverage deep. Um, or no, sorry. He had the long pass interference. That was like a 25, 30-yard pass interference that I think ended up in points. And then later on, the both safeties got caught with their pants down because Bateman had like a 50, 60 some odd yard touchdown where Lamar just threw it on a rope. This dude was wide the hell open, and everyone saw it. We're sitting there. As soon as the ball got released, you're looking down the field. Oh, who's he throwing it to? Oh, the guy that's 20 yards behind the entire defense. I was like, oh. And we were, oh, we had such a good chant going. Up until that point, every time the Jets got Lamar out on, uh, you know, third down or they had a punt on fourth down, the whole section that I was in, you can't throw. You can't throw. <laughs> we wind up eating our words because he strikes like that. And it's just like, oh, really? We were having a good time. Having a good time. And uh, and then that happens. Not fun. Kyle Ormsby says, yay, another year, another Xanax prescription. I need to get refilled to forget the pitiful game on Sunday. Oh, come on. How many of us really thought that was going to be a W? You're looking at the schedule. Now, what's frustrating is that could have been a W. I think all the fixins were right there to be able to make it happen. And we didn't do it. We got beat. I know people are a little frustrated with, with Sal and some of his comments. And was it today or yesterday? What was the receipt day? I didn't watch any of the post game. <laughs> I literally, I got home, I was exhausted. Um, keep your receipts for the naysayers that are counting the Jets out, talking bad about them now. Keep your receipts. All right. Can I keep my receipts for, like, those tickets? <laughs> Piss poor performance? Come on! What the hell? Ah, Iowan Jet fan was at the game yesterday. Got to see him. He says, I still had a great time. Taylor Pork Ham Roll. <laughs> For those of you guys that are not from the New Jersey area, uh, there's a Taylor Ham, North Jersey, and a Pork Roll, South Jersey uh, debate that has been constantly going on. Myself and Blewett wind up arguing about it. I feel like every time he's on. Uh, but it was cool seeing an Iowa Jets fan. There's a lot of people that that came out for this, and it was really cool. The Green Bean had the whole uh, Wayward Jet Fan um, fund to get people out to the game, that was really, really cool. Uh, now we get to watch uh, Geno Smith take on the uh, the Broncos. Interested to see how that goes with Metcalf. I mean, he's got to throw the ball somewhere, right? We'll see. I don't know. Ryan says, pull up the Browns defensive depth chart. All right, what am I looking at? What do you guys want me to see? It's got to be halfway decent, I feel like. Let's see. Lineup. 
All right, yeah, so they're all right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty decent. Uh, Browns, depth chart. On the defensive side, you've got Ward and Newsom, both grading out pretty rock solid. Johnson and Delpit deep. That's a that's a good defense. The interior of their defense, like the, the defensive tackles with Elliott and Bryan, that could be where the Jets could take advantage of it. Because Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, those guys are no joke. You don't wanna you don't wanna drop back and throw 59 passes with those two guys bearing down on you. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. Brissett had a fine game yesterday. Fine, just like eh. But dude, I uh, I do not want to see. I don't know. I just hope we could put up a good fight. It seems like we have the talent to be able to do that. I'm not like scared of Brissett. PFF ranked him 15th of 37 quarterbacks yesterday. Uh, they had the number one left guard, the number five right guard. Maybe that's you know helping the uh, maybe Carolina just has a bad defense. <laughs> That's why these guys are ranked so high. I don't know. I don't want to look at it. It gets me depressed. Uh, Joe S. says, all excuses, no receipts. See, I don't want to think that way. I do want positive vibes because this is this is an offensive line that hasn't gelled together. Like, Fant literally found out he was playing right tackle the entire training camp, and they're like, yo, you're going to the left side because, like, this guy, Brown, we signed for $22 million. Yeah, we done screwed up, and the dude's hurt. And uh, he's out at least four weeks. So, yeah, we're going to gonna have to think about what we done did. Kyle Ormsby. It's going to look a lot worse if the Giants continue to win and we continue to lose. Uh, let's be honest. That Giant game, the end of it, I really like Brian Dable. That was the guy when we were looking for our head coach. Even before we fired Gase, I had said, I want Brian Dable... And I want Kafka as the quarterback coach or Joe Brady, either one. There's a few different options out there. And we wind up going with Salah. I have no no regrets with Salah. I really don't. I think he's a good coach. I think he will be a good coach. I think he's he's dealing with some, some stuff right now. The Giants and Dable, they are going to be – Dable and Kafka specifically, the, the quarterback coach, offensive coordinator – going to be really exciting to watch those guys kind of grow and i don't want to see them do well <laughs> because that means uh i i don't mind seeing the giants do well if the jets are doing well when the jets aren't doing well i don't want to see the giants do well but when i watched yesterday's game at least part of it like daniel jones is not their guy they don't have their dude uh at, at the quarterback position and they were kind of lucky to be able to get where they were they were lucky to get that win i really think they were it's nice to see saquon back I really, I do like Saquon. I have him on a few of my fantasy teams as a, a hope, hopeful bounce back. And I, I think I got him in like the third round in one of my drafts. So, you know, pretty pumped on that one. I don't know. I don't want to see, uh, I don't want to see the Giants win when the Jets are losing because then it makes everything a lot harder. Uh, Sorless says, lack of quarterback mobility killed us yesterday. Yeah, dude, Joe Flacco's a statue. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. That pass rush bears down on you. Just fall down. You're taking the sack. I was blown away when I saw he had 59 dropbacks or 59 attempts. That doesn't even count the sacks that he took. If you count the sacks, those were pass attempts as well, but they don't count as like a quote unquote sack. Ooh, Geno Smith getting a touchdown. Seven nothing Seahawks. Um, 
I do think Zach's mobility would have helped us. Now, I do wonder if the if the holding on to the ball too long that I sort of expect Zach to sort of still have for a little bit, if that will prevent us from having better looking offensive line play. Like when I was looking at some of the statistics, I think Samini put it out actually. Some of the win rates, the Jets like tackles and guards really were not that bad. They were, they, I mean, they weren't, you know, stellar, but they were not that bad. So we'll see. Mobility definitely helps. When you have the ability to move, like the Jets defense, I feel like they didn't pin their ears back the way, you know, I sort of would like to see them do it because they wanted to contain Lamar. And look, they had Lamar. They only had 17 rush yards from Lamar. That's a game you need to win. Like, this is a frustrating game. If we were a better team, I'd be very angry and upset with what just went on. But because we are where we currently are, it's... I'm not going to say anything. I'm I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm pissed off about yesterday's game. I just want to see a win. Uh, Joe S. says, Joe D. had four years to build this O-line. Yeah. The one thing I will say is relying on Becton. I shouldn't say he was relying on Becton because he clearly wanted to bring in Dwayne Brown. We were looking at Dwayne Brown and we were, we were rumored to be about the tackles prior to the Becton injury. And I think they were waiting for cut downs and things to kind of move like make their way into place before you start adding stuff. And I'm fine with that. You know, Morgan Moses was, was a good pickup last year. Uh, Dwayne Brown, four years of healthy football, pro bowl level last year, played with Fant before. I like that. That's, that's a good pickup. Now $22 million. It's a little rich for what I would have liked to do, but you lose Makai Becton for the year. Uh, you got to make a big move. And Brown was it. And then you have an unfortunate injury that, is is kind of out of left field. Just happened in practice. And now he's out for four games at least. Ugh. I like AVT. I do like Fant. I do like Tomlinson. And heck, McGovern's been playing top 10 center for the last year and a half or so. I'm not crazy about McGovern. I do think we try to upgrade that position. It's really the left tackle, which is like the most important tackle. I think what's going to happen is you're going to see the Jets throw the bag at Orlando Brown in this offseason. If he winds up hitting free agency and the Chiefs don't tag him a second time or don't extend him on a long-term deal, the Jets are going to let George Fant walk and they're going to throw the bag at Orlando Brown. Dude can play left tackle or right tackle. This is the flexibility with a crazy high upside that Joe Douglas really likes. Not to mention he's a former Raven. So there's like a little bit of like maybe insider knowledge of like, hey, what did you guys think of Orlando Brown? Oh, you thought he was pretty good? Yeah, I like him too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a lot of money to just protect our quarterback. And then you don't have to deal with the whole rookie thing either. Like I would much rather pay Orlando Brown $20 million a year than try to rely on a rookie to protect our now third year quarterback. Um I think you got to go out there and you got to protect them, 100%. But yeah, four years to build this line. I get it. People are frustrated. 1189 Paris says, Robert Sala could be the next Pete Carroll. The Jets fire him and he goes someplace else and wins a Super Bowl. Have patience, Jet fans. We gave Todd Bowles four years. Sala, uh, Sala's been here only one season. 
Yeah, I do think there's a little bit to like Todd Bowles having a lot of success his first year or like a lot of almost success his first year. So like it was almost proven that like his system could work, even though we spent a ton of money in the offseason to make it work. I do think Sal is the right guy. And I, I had a few people tell me like, yo, you got to pull the plug on on Sal. This is, this is bullshit. You can't do that. No, that is the last thing I want to see. I do not want heads to roll. Players will not go to a team that has constant turnover. Will not go. Because, yes, you will get some players, but it's not the players you want. The good players are going to go where they think they can earn the most money and help their careers. Coming to the Jets on a rotating cycle of head coaches where they're going to have to redo the roster, not where you want to sign. Give these guys time. Let them figure it out. Positive vibes only, boys and girls. I know it's hard to be optimistic after that kind of game yesterday, but we are one game into a 17-game season where we do not have our first or second string left tackle. We don't have our starting quarterback. We're going to figure it out. It's going to happen. I do have faith in this team. I do have faith in this coaching staff. Got to give Salah... I think you got to give Sal the four years. Unless he like legitimately loses the team, which is not where I see this going at all. He does not seem to me, it does not seem like any of the players are wavering on what this coaching staff is selling. Curly says, the annoying thing is we can't even see if Zach is a bust. You'll know by the end of this year. Missing three games is not going to prevent you from knowing whether Zach Wilson is a bust or not. Now, I do want to see him play. I want to see him play as much as possible because I think he's talented. And I mean, he's clearly the most talented quarterback on this team. It's not even like a question. It's frustrating. I get it. I get it. Uh, Billy SBC says, Flacco was getting pressure from the left on every play. The Jets need to run the ball yesterday, not throw 59 times in the rain, fire this OC. They should have... Look, the running game didn't feel like it was getting any holes to run through. But Michael Carter found a way to get shifty and start making some plays. So if it were me, I would have started to call a few more screens. They did have a little bit of the, uh, you know, the Barrios sort of like jet sweep and then throw it out into the flat kind of play. I like those short moves to neutralize a pass rush or to help out your offensive line. And I think they did try to do that. 59 passes, though. It's a lot more than I would like to see. I would like to see, like, 30 runs, 35 runs. <laughs> and, like, that means you're controlling the clock. You're getting first downs. Ugh. Yeah, 59 times in the rain. Not not exactly what you want to see. Mumtaz. What's up, dude? He says, Cleveland has a real pass rush. Better than Baltimore. So you better give tackles help or it will get ugly. Also, our offense is predictable and screens and run now working and run not working at all. We need to use pass to set up the run. So, yeah, Cleveland is stout up front as far as the edge rush goes. And their secondary is going to be good. I think where you can win against the Browns is running straight up the middle. This is where Brees might be able to shine through a little bit. 
I do think we need to have the short passing game with Michael Carter, with Brees Hall, with Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Barrios, all those guys. Get them the ball in space near the line of scrimmage. Let your skill players make plays. These are highly drafted players. Brees Hall, high second round pick. Elijah Moore, high second round pick. Garrett Wilson, high first round pick. These are players that should be able to make a man miss in space. Neutralize a pass rush, get them to stop pinning their ears back, and allow your offensive line to get a little bit more push, create some space in the running game. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. All right. Let's take a look. Hopefully I uh, have this set up the correct way. Let's see if I did this right. I think I did. Okay. So we are at 8.30, which means the call-in number is on the screen. You guys can call in. Give me your thoughts. But after three minutes... That's it! You're out of here! That's right. Want to hear your thoughts on the game? How do the Jets turn it around? How are you feeling? What'd you do yesterday? I don't know. Talk to me. I'm feeling a little gloomy as a Jets fan. And I want to know I'm not alone. Misery loves company. From. Accept, press one. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Okay. First of all, I'm a young Jets fan. Okay. So stop hating all the oldies that lived out Super Bowl three. <laughs> How old are you? I'm going into college, so I'm twenty right now. Okay, that's not that's not too young. Yeah. You're all right. So we can't assess this team with how Flacco did. Mm-hmm. We have to assess it with how Zach Wilson does. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Mike LaFleur has to start actually calling plays, getting creative. Mm-hmm. It was very stagnant. I was at the game mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. It was sloppy, just a bunch of short passes. We needed to air it out sometimes, but Flacco couldn't get out the pocket. Mm-hmm. He's like a statue. Yeah, dude, it felt like he was not moving at all. Like anytime he had to run around, it was just, it was embarrassing to kind of like see it. <laughs> like I feel like you don't really get statues in the NFL anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some guy yelled the Tom Seaver statue outside a uh, city field is quicker. Nah. <laughs> That's great. It was embarrassing. The defense played very well in the first half. Mm-hmm. Greg the leg needs to actually hit the field goals. Dude, that killed me. When he missed that first kick, I was like, you got it. I turned to O'Leary. I was like, son of a... (laughs) I was cursing up a storm. He's just like, dude, we can't get it right. And I look over at Greenby, and he's just shaking his head. Dude. It it was It's awful. And then the miscommunication on the Bateman touchdown is what Mm -hmm. happened. That was the nail often right there. Dude, as soon as that pass went in the air, I was like, ah, there it goes. (laughs) Let's start the engines. Let's, let's go home. But I say soft 
played an amazing game. He had that amazing breakup on Mark Andrews. That mm-hmm. was amazing by him. Yeah, I really I, liked what we got out of Sauce. Did you see how frequently they had Sauce on Mark Andrews too? Like they know yeah. that was the guy they had to stop, and they put their number four overall pick on him. That is confidence. Yep. It was an amazing play. I remember. I mean, the Bryce Hall. That was great coverage. It was a great pass. Yep. I, I can't even get mad at Hall. Like, that's like how good of a pass it was and how great a coverage he actually had. Anywhere else, that's a drop. Yep. But it was, um, it was, I can't blame the team on that one. No, no. And that's fine. Like, I don't mind losing because of a phenomenal play by the other team. Like, when we screw up and you have a blown coverage and now there's a dude running 60 yards behind you, like, that's an issue. The close yeah. defended play, I don't really have a problem with that. I say our D line did not get enough credit. We stuck their run the entire game. We didn't oh, get the pressure on the passing plays, mm-hmm. but the run defense was phenomenal. It was brilliant. I was shocked. I think their I think their top runner had like twenty yards. Yeah. I mean Lamar I think that was Lamar, their top runner. It was I think Lamar was second. I think Kenyon Drake had like twenty two. I'd have to look. I don't really remember. Dude, thank you so much yeah, for the call. You did a cockpit. All right, let's see. Saw some comments pop up, then we'll jump back over to the phone lines. Uh, Brian says, number two pick, here we come. LOL, okay, done venting. <laughs> that's, dude, that's what the call-in show's for. It's for bitching and complaining. I want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Paris comes in and says, my analogy... The Jets are like the not ready for primetime players on Saturday night live Dan Aykroyd, John John Belushi, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. Give this team a couple more seasons before heads roll. Thank you, Paris. I do think you have to give it more time. Give it some consistency. Look, I understand. If you think the defense is is awful and you want to have, you know, old brick on the chopping block or something, or you want salad to be able to start calling plays. I get that. I understand that. I don't want to see it. I'll be honest, but I could understand that. But having heads roll, it's too early for me. And I think it's too early for Paris. I think it's exactly right. Uh, give it consistency. Players, good players don't want to play for a team that doesn't have consistency. And I think we got the right guys in the building to be able to do this the right way. All right. Phone numbers on the screen. Got three minutes to plead your case. From Charles Gorman. Charles Gorman, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how you feeling, buddy? Ah, I'm hanging in there. I'm a little down in the dumps because our Jets just... Yeah, I, I, I know wanna... our team sucks right now, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Look, I'm not going to be like those Jet fans that once saw uh, Ulbrick and the entire coaching staff be fired and out the door. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. Um, I understand a lot of people feel that Salah needs. I mean, I do think Salah's a fiery guy. He's just, I don't know. Maybe he wants to do it at like proper times. I am not entirely sure. But anyway, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Our offensive line, especially the left side, I have to agree with Richie, you know, Jets media. Yep. The left side of the offensive line was atrocious. I mean, George Fant. Lakin Tomlinson and our center that people like to shit on, Connor McGovern, mm-hmm. did not have a good game yesterday. I mean, my God. 
They yeah, kept I, getting manhandled off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you know, it it just felt like the offensive line that like if that's the weak point, I'm almost I don't want to say I'm okay with it because I don't that's not like the right way to go about it, but I'm I'm tolerant of it because of like just being thrown together. Like when did we find out Brown wasn't playing? Like two days earlier? Like I don't even know if we had a practice with Fant on the left side yet. But you know what it is, I mean the weather was pretty crappy, but that's not an excuse, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it was was that the first play of the entire game, forget the first of the entire season, was a nineteen yard run by Mike Carter by the left side. I'm like mm-hmm. why didn't we run the ball more? Like, we were running the ball better than the Ravens did. I don't, I don't know how many rushing yards we finished. I'm sure we had more rushing yards than the Ravens did. Oh, yeah, I'm we definitely did. Is, but what I'm saying is, is that why did we start running the football? Like, it's I you get down. It's because we, we were down. down that, that, like, I feel like that's... Yeah. And the first drive of the second half was all passing by I'm like, why didn't we run the damn football? We were running the football so fucking well. See, yeah, this w- is what pisses me off. That reminded me of that Patriots game in week two. Yeah, we were yeah. running the football off the Patriots' ass, and we're trying to get all pass-happy. We try to be cute and get mm-hmm. all pass-happy, and Zach Wilson arguably has the worst game of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look. So, look, man. I understand. Pissed, but- <laughs> I, I get that. I just I want to see more running. I think there's there, there's an okay thing that they were doing. Like As much as we see 59 pass attempts, like I do think a lot of that was like, near the line of scrimmage, like within those five yards. And that's almost like a run in and of itself. Yeah, that is true. But still, we need to run the ball more. Yeah, you got to establish time of possession. Got to be able to establish it. Bully people around. Beat them up. Brother, thanks so much for the call. You're out of here! ejected from the cockpit. Call from Lima Bean. To accept, press 1. What's good, Lima Bean? How you doing? Oh, it could have been better. Um, but uh, I pretty much agree with everything you said so far, Ryan. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a couple of quick points to make. First thing is, yeah, Joe Flack obviously didn't play well. But besides that, like, I'm just more irritated by the offensive line. Like, I get that they need time to gel, but why does all the other teams gel faster? You know, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are missing mm-hmm. three of their offensive linemen, and they're just fine, you know? Like, Mm-hmm. Lamar was on his third, like, left tackle, and he's fine. Like, it's just – it that irritates me. I'm kind of sick of the kickering aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, we cut Panero for that. Like, like I get he won the, like, the preseason, but at the same time, Panero made all his kicks in the regular season. Like, that was proven. Like, mm-hmm. we always keep going for the guy with the bigger leg. What's the point? You miss half the time, you know? And he sucked last year for whatever team he was on. Mm-hmm. And then – on top of that, like, as bad as the loss was, and it was an odd gameplay, and just, I don't know why Garrett Wilson wasn't featured more, why we're putting out Lawrence Cager, things like that, but... Yeah, Cager I slipping, still, like, why is he even, like, out on the field right now? Like, there, like there's no yeah, point in me seeing Cager yeah, out the there. Stringer. Like, it just didn't make sense. Like, I don't know, their personnel mm-hmm. is weird. But, like, at the same time, like, I'm still trying to tell the fan base to be patient because it's just, like... We can't like I have a big fear that like if let's say we get rid of Solid and Douglas, we're going back to another mechanic like person. Like and next mm-hmm. we're gonna draft like top five of like defensive tackles every year and then like things of that nature. And then we're gonna make the splash plays instead of the good plays. Mm-hmm. Things of that. Trying to win the back page instead of win games. And you gotta realize that it takes time to develop, like, you know, it's just 
at the same time, yeah, they need to be better. There's no excusing that. And it's hard to understand. Like, it, I think it's, we're more frustrated because we actually, like, not the score that would indicate it, but we were in this game. Had We had some offense. We were in this damn game. Like, Yeah, just, that's what's frustrating is, like, if you told me before the game the Ravens are not going to score more than 24 points, the Jets are going to hold Lamar Jackson to 17 yards rushing, 240 all-purpose yards. I'm telling you, the Jets are in this game, like like down to the wire. Like the Jets should have been like yeah, like that's the that's, formula to win, and the Jets had pretty it pretty much here. But like the offensive line couldn't block for anyone. Like the running game couldn't get going. We had some big runs, but like the reason I think they stopped running is because we were always ends up at some point in third and medium, third and long, and we mm-hmm. had to throw. And it just got to the point where we fell behind too much. Like it just wasn't consistent. Brees Hall had like a mediocre opening and then a fumble. And yeah, mm-hmm. what's with the fumbles, man? Like. Uh, I mean, why are we featuring Corey Davis? Like, I mean, yes, I like him as our third wide receiver, but he should be our third wide receiver. Not dude, I'll be honest. One. I like Corey Davis. I, I know there's fans that get frustrated with him, and I know oh, there was like, like the, the as soon as he dropped that ball that was like kind of catchable, like I, I turned him like, oh, <laughs> like really we're starting this again? He should be our third wide receiver. We should be leading more in Wilson, and he should be the middle guy. You know, like it's just. He's yeah, not, I, I mean he's he's been around the block, and I I do feel like they do like him because last year we saw him featured early on, yeah, and no, then we he, saw it you know earlier guy. this year or not earlier this year, yesterday's he, game. He's he solid. He's solid. It's just like it's just we should our personnel should be better. Like yeah, we didn't. <laughs> Boom! You're out of here. Oh, I love giving the chicken right in the middle of a phone call. Oh no, you hung up on me. Sorry, dude. I was just about to answer your call. Um, let's see who we got in here. From Eddie from NC. Accept press one. Eddie from North Carolina. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? I'm trying to stay positive after a game that like kind of sucked the wind out of my sails. Oh my god. What is up with Flacco? Goodness, God Dude, damn. Oh it my seems God. like they're going to keep like him as the starter. Statue. And I just like. He reminded me of fucking Joe Namath with the two bad knees back in the day. <laughs> I wasn't Remember, privileged to I've see that, a unfortunately. Of games at Shea Stadium with Joe. <laughs> That's oh bad. God. Uh, he it felt like a statue. Bad. He. Joe even said, I don't even know what was wrong with me. I wasn't even doing my check downs like I was supposed to. Yeah, I, he it just felt like the... He screwed up. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, was it the weather? Was it like nerves going against your old team? I, I have no idea. The, the dude's been in the league 14 years. This is his 15th season. There shouldn't be he any nerves. He had this look in his face like he was like completely blank. Mm-hmm. There was like, he wasn't scared, but he wasn't pumped up man Mm -hmm. it was just oh my god it was just it was bad it felt like we were just going through the motions the other thing is i mean they start off the game with what a 17 yard run or some crazy shit like that with uh with 13 package and then they abandoned it Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that's the point where it's like okay this is working it down their fucking throat till they couldn't till they finally stopped it yeah, I would have made them stop me, and then I would have. And the other thing is, why do we never do screens? We're yeah, like you the know, worst team for never doing screen pass. You these guys are blitzing because mm-hmm. we have an immobile quarterback. Fine, mm-hmm. bring it, mothers. 
Yeah. And then just a little pop pass just right a, over the middle. Done. Yep. Elijah yards. Moore, Berrios, Michael awesome. Carter, Brees Hall. Like, literally all these dudes are built for screen passes and, like, right. a little juking dudes out of their right shoes. over the middle. Boom. Gone. The Patriots made a – Tom Brady made a career out of it. Yeah. You pass – to set up the run, or you you, you throw in a way that almost makes it a run, and maybe only three passes downfield just to keep mm-hmm. people honest. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no. anyway, I want to see. I want to say something positive. Go for it. The biggest question mark of the game played best, better than everybody else. Max Mitchell balled out. Right. I was very impressed with what we got from him. That if that's what winds up happening over the course of the season, we know we locked down our right learned, tackle for a fourth round pick. Amazing. Listen, I, I go back a long way. Okay. Joe Klecko was a sixth round pick out of Temple. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he when he joined the Jets, there was a third round pick named Tank Marshall mm-hmm. who was <laughs> See it? I'm cutting everyone off. I don't care if I love what you're saying. I love you, Eddie. I'm cutting everyone off. Call from Tigo from Talking Jets with Tigo. Yo, Tigo, what's up, dude? What's going on, Ryan? How are you today? Oh, I want to hear your thoughts on what happened yesterday. All right. It's, oh, yesterday was disappointing because, like I think everybody's been saying, the Ravens didn't beat us. We mm-hmm. lost that game. Yep, Right. 100%. Like, that's the biggest problem for me was that we lost that game. Mm-hmm. And and it was like Greg missing the kick, Lawrence Cager being on the 53-man roster in the first place, mm-hmm. so then he leads to the interception. It's just like all of these little things that ultimately lead to a loss. And and the worst part of it is that 27 to nine doesn't isn't really indicative of how well the Jets played yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like in my opinion, yeah, the offensive play calling got stagnant, but. If you look at the yardage and and what Lamar was able to do in the air, it was three passes. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not on this train where I'm blaming Bryce Hall for that touchdown. That's that's on him. The guy really? had point one yards of separation. Let me ask you a question. You're, wait, you're blaming it's Bryce Hall. Hall for that? It that's that's Hall's. You, Hall has to stop that. He's got it, but dude, he was so like like he was in his back pocket. Like that felt like a better throw than anything else. That was incredible. If that was if that was sauce, is that a touchdown? Well, probably not because he's six foot three. I don't know how tall Bryce is, but he's got to be. That was DJ. Is that a touchdown? I don't know. I I mean, DJ's not real tall. I I that was that was like as close a coverage as I could possibly imagine that being. Exactly. That's the point. There was no separation. Mm-hmm. How do you not get a hand in there? How do you not get a helmet in there? Like, it's a great play. Guy, it's a great. I that's all that it you is. You can go up and get mossed, right? Like that's yeah, so sure. like, but but you got mossed. Yeah, that's on you. You got yeah. you got to earn your paycheck. Yeah, yes. Point. I don't know. I like. I feel like if it's a blown coverage, like the Bateman touchdown, burnt me up more than that touchdown. Hundred percent. Joiner, how is Joiner getting coached? Getting coached. On where he's supposed to be by sauce. Someone explained to me mm-hmm. the thirty-year-old is getting coached by the twenty-something-year-old. Yeah, First safety's going to be a NFL. problem. Like that—that that burned me up. But ultimately, I think the biggest thing that got me frustrated, the biggest thing that got me mm-hmm. upset, was George Frickin' Saint. 
Ooh, How yeah. is this guy, the guy that everybody throughout the offseason, throughout everything was talking about, we need to extend him, we need to mm-hmm. extend him, we, he's the left tackle of the future, and I don't know if you pay attention to what I've been saying. I said, no, mm-hmm. you don't extend Fant. Don't believe in Fant. It's a one-year mm-hmm. wonder at 30 years old. you got to give me something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm not with the excuse of, oh, we moved him to the right side and back. To, he's been moving to the right and to the left his entire career. He should mm-hmm. be able to handle the move back and forth. Mm-hmm. And for the beginning of practice, before we brought Dwayne Brown in, he was uh, he was at left tackle the whole time. So you're telling me one week from moving to the right, you're you're screwed. All of the three, four, five weeks of you being at left tackle all summer, all of all of that stuff goes out the window. That to me burned me up because my boy Max Mitchell did his job. Mm-hmm. I was pounding the table for him before the draft. We got him, and I said, "Watch out, because this kid's legit." Mm-hmm. You give him a couple of weeks. It's just. It's sad that we lost because we lost, not because the Ravens beat us. I feel like that's almost something to hang our hat on. Like, oh, we lost because we gave it up. Like, that's a good problem to have. I mean, it sucks. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, it's a little bit better than just getting like, you know, blown the hell out. Dude, thank you so much. Boom, Tigo, you out of here. Talking Jets with Tigo. Sub him up. Good dude. Knows what he's talking about. Steve, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? I'm trying to hang in there. (laughs) How are you feeling today? Started out another year filling my wife with (laughs) F-bombs. My wife was probably happy I was at the game, so I didn't have to, like, bitch and moan while I was home. But uh, the point I wanted to make is all these fans that keep blaming everything on the coaches, mm-hmm. you know, when a player steps on a field, if he fumbles the ball, mm-hmm. they miss a field goal, an extra point, drops the pass, you can't blame that on the coach. Mm-hmm. The players are on the field, it's their responsibility to do their job. So, you know, in those cases, don't blame the coaches, you know. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I've been suffering through the Jets a long time. Mm-hmm. I was at the game that O.J. Simpson broke the 2,000-yard mark at Shea Stadium. Ugh. I've been following the Jets and probably more than 95% of the fans on here. So. But anyway, <laughs> uh, hopefully things get better. It can only go off from here. And, you know, everybody needs to start thinking positive a little bit. I know it's cliche, but what are you going to do? Dude, that's the hope, right? Like, I, I want to be able to stay positive. I want the players to stay positive. I want them to just take away little things from this game. Like, I, like they had that game. The defense played well enough to win. Yeah, look, we lost because a 33-year-old safety blew a coverage, like, or he had a bad penalty. Like, if we're losing because of guys that are not going to be on this team long-term, I, I'm not okay with it, but I'm more tolerant of it than, like, you know, seeing Brees Hall, you know, cough up the ball or seeing, you know, Conklin cough up the ball or something along those lines. Like, like that kind of irks me a little bit more, but it's also like, okay, I understand it. You know, a little bit, a little bit of some nerves, but like Joyner screwing up, I'd rather that than, you know, Sauce screwing up or Reed screwing up or Lawson screwing up. I don't know. You can take some positives away, I think. Boom! Chicken. You're out of here! 
I don't know what happened. But I guess he didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's see what kind of energy this guy's got. From Chris from Florida. To accept. What the heck? <laughs> I had you on the line, dude, Chris. What are you doing to me? I was all sorts of excited to hear what you had to say. Call from. My name is David. Hey, what's up, David? How you doing tonight? All right. Ooh, Jamal Adams looks like he just rolled his ankle, maybe? Seems like he hurt his feelings out for the season. No, I don't know. But he's out on the sideline uh, wincing right now. Sorry. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Uh, I got a couple points. Um, my observations as a Jet fan and my concern is, is twofold. Two points I have for you. First, our coach today. Mm -hmm. I grew up in New, in New Jersey. Edison, New Jersey. I'm 58. It's a very cynical um, mm -hmm. critical kind of mindset with Jet fans, as I'm sure you know. You start taking on Jet fans, you start saying you're going to keep receipts about mm -hmm. all the complaining, you're, you're asking for, for a fight you can't win. So right there, that was a major mistake out of the gate, showing me he's insecure, he's probably worried about getting fired in the future. My second concern is our store quarter, quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's got the skill, he's got the ability, but two concerns I have for him. One, mm -hmm. he doesn't understand his own body. Mm -hmm. He is injury prone because he does not have the skeleton to do the maneuvers that his muscles and his skill level can do. Mm -hmm. He needs to be coached to tone it back. Just use that dexterity and that physical skill when you absolutely have to. Otherwise, rely on your arm, rely on, the, on hitting your receivers, and just stand in a good flow. Learn not to get injured first. Don't play with fear, mm -hmm. but he needs to understand that he – is injury prone and he's got to take responsibility for that and give this team the best chance to win because he's our best chance if he doesn't work out it's a lost season yeah That's no we I need got. to see what ah no look you're right we need to see what we have in zach wilson and i think you know it's going to be a long stretch until we get to week four <laughs> because if the browns play the way they're capable of playing and this offensive line continues to play the way we just saw that's gonna be a tough uh, tough matchup I think right. when you look at games were winnable. Yeah, well that's the just game it. Was winnable yesterday. Oh, dude, well that's that's what gives me a little bit of hope. The only thing is like they didn't have Dobbins. They lost Stanley, they lost their other tackle. Like the Jets had the ability to win that game. Like that if there was a chance to win, that was the way to do it. And I'm hoping the defense can generate some pressure against a quarterback that maybe is not as mobile as Lamar Jackson. Like maybe there's Maybe we'll see a little more fierceness, maybe a few more turnovers. I know we got the the interception by Reed. I think we had a fumble in there too, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe we just maybe they recovered it. It could be blurring everything together. Yeah, we're not far away. You do a good job. I enjoy your show. I'm going to continue to listen. Have a good night. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're out of here. You've been ejected. It's all right. You don't have to use the whole three minutes. If you get your point across, just get to some more callers. Boys and girls, I put three minutes on the clock after three minutes. That's it! You're out of here! That is right. Toss your ass out. The bouncer in this plane. Should get a green screen. <laughs> Have me flying around. I can't do a green screen. Fun fact. Because the jets are green. And it makes things hard. <laughs> My body starts disappearing. Started looking into that. 
wound up not going with it. From Carson. Hey, Carson, what's up, dude? What's going on, Ryan? I'm trying to hang in there. Talk to me. How'd you feel about yesterday's game? Because you, I like talking to you. You got some interesting points. Listen, so so I think a lot of us are overreacting um, at mm-hmm. the point. Um, this San Francisco offense is based on uh, the run setting up the play action pass, and we know that Flacco is immobile. So, mm-hmm. you know, fans saying that Flacco um, is the reason why we lost, that's not necessarily true. I think I like your point about the left side of the offensive line. Um, like, like you said, we had the run going. We did it. We had the run going early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were dominating the line of attack. And then mm-hmm. when we got down, it forced Flacco to pass the ball, and he is not a play-action passer. He is a drop-back, have a good line in front of him, find-your-guy type of quarterback. That's mm-hmm. what Flacco is. He's not – Wilson has that mobility to him that allows him to do the play-action. Flacco does not. So they're two different types of quarterbacks. I think we got really – I texted you about this. I think we got mm-hmm. really good production out of Max Mitchell. It was a yes. really nice, bright spot. The only thing he had uh, – the only thing – that I remember from that game that he kind of got caught up on was it was a pass rush by Justin Houston, which is he's a pro bowl pass rusher. Sure. Uh, Justin Houston came around the outside. Mitchell got beat because he was supposed to have help from Carter, who was pass protecting as well on that side. Mm. Um, so it was a busted, busted coverage on his end. But other than that, he was solid. I thought he was great. Um, and that whole fan thing, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think that one start, you could say that Fant doesn't deserve an extension mm-hmm. uh, because Baltimore has had a good defensive line for the last, what, five to ten years, and they still do. They mm-hmm. remo- they're removing Houston all around. They've actually put Clayus Camel on the outside a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Owa is out there on the on, on the D-line. I mean, I get it. You, you need to gel. and it's a, it's, a lot, it's a bit of an overreaction. Defense played great. Mm-hmm. Backers were flying. We dominated the line of scrimmage. Our corners, I saw a stat today. It was Reed, Sauce, Hall, which I don't blame him for the TD. It was a great throw. Mm-hmm. And Michael Carter, between those guys, there was 14 passes against them. They allowed four catches for 30 yards. And That's Mark amazing. Andrews was blanketed. Yeah, and we, it was Mark Andrews was blanketed the entire game. Yo, um, what do you think of Sauce I, guarding him? I think Sauce was great. I think they're going to keep doing that. They're going to mark up. Uh, they're going to put Sauce on their number, uh, the other team's number one, I think, the entire season, no matter tight end, because mm-hmm. of his length. At 6'3", he could run a 4'4". Um, he could mark up with anybody, even a tight end at 6'3". Um, and I think also what we saw from this uh, rushing defense mm-hmm. against the Ravens, which is a prolific rushing team, we're going to go see it again in Cleveland. Cleveland's a prolific rushing team. Kevin Stefanski as the head coach. All they want to do is run the ball. Mm-hmm. So if we could do what we did against the Ravens and force Brissett to pass... Boom! Carson! <laughs> <laughs> the chicken's ruthless. The chicken's man. Look at the friggin' Seahawks run. Oh, he fumbled the ball, and he's he's all right. Seahawks not looking so bad. There's a little part of me that hopes Denver gets beat up. Well, definitely a big part of me because they're in the AFC. I'd rather see the NFC team win. I don't really love seeing Geno Smith win because it almost makes me think like, man, what could have happened if he didn't get his jaw punched in? What if he didn't, you know, uh, what if he had paid back IKN and Polly? Who we got? From Kevin. Kevin, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, it's good to be here. Um, 
Listen, you know, I, I know a caller was saying you can't you can't blame the coaches, and I'm, I'm not one of these you got to fire Salah, you know, this year type of guy. But I think the offensive play calling yesterday was atrocious. Um, and again, the team always kind of looks unprepared and, and ready mm-hmm. to go. I mean, I'm watching Geno Smith and the Seahawks, who aren't supposed to be going anywhere this year, mm-hmm. play a, play a decent football game. Um, and it's just same, the same mistakes. It's the drops. It's the penalties. This is all on coaching and mm-hmm. execution. And, and, and I just don't understand why it consistently happens on the Salah's teams. Salah's teams are just not good, and, and they have talent on the roster. And, and it's can we unlock that and mm-hmm. can we utilize that? Uh, but consistently, I, I just see an underperforming team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're hearing all this, well, we're going to get there, and we're gonna, it's going to flip. If he says it's going he says it's going to flip every week, it seems like, and mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for it to flip. You know, so do you I, think, I think the see more results. do you think the weather played much of a factor into it, or that Flacco was the quarterback? Like this team is built for Zach Wilson. Flacco should be able to operate within the offense, but yesterday was a sloppy like day of a game until like the second half i feel like the second half is when it got a little bit drier and i would have liked to have seen a little bit more um maybe creativity uh, but do you think the weather played into why the offense was maybe the way it was yesterday i mean it could have but i, mm-hmm. I think still that it was very like you said it wasn't creative it's week one. You think you have some tricks in the bag. You think you have some of those big play calls that can get you that first down. You've had nothing but the last two weeks but to prepare for this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was raining pretty steadily. I was at the game as well, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a downpour, torrentious wind or anything like that, where I think you could still execute basic football plays. And I was just really upset because, you know, LaFleur, I was usually, it was the opposite. I was really mm-hmm. down on Oldbrook and high on LaFleur, but, he kind of disappointed me yesterday. I don't, I, I don't know what he was trying to do. There didn't mm-hmm. seem to be a, a rhythm or a plan. It, it was very hodgepodge. Let's just call a play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what he, what he was thinking or what his objective was, but uh, it, you know, it wasn't doing anything. And if, if the offense plays that sloppy and plays with that design with a terrible quarterback and Joe Flacco, we're going to have a tough couple of weeks ahead of us. And the worst thing we want to do is put Zach Wilson on the road in Pittsburgh with an 0-3 team uh, because mm. the guy has enough pressure. Um, so I think we really got to try to beat Cleveland. This is going to be a big game for the Jets. So I really hope they clean things up mm. and find a way to pick up a win there because that's going to be a crucial game, I think. Yeah, we, we got to come away with a victory. If we can get one of the first four, because I don't know if Zach's going to be able to get that win in Pittsburgh fresh off the couch. Like that, to me... I mean, it's not a bad matchup. And with TJ Watt seemingly out for the year with a torn pec, I mean, we don't, I don't know if they've actually confirmed that yet. That's what I was kind of seeing it was. Um, you know, maybe there's a little bit more more of a shot, but I don't know. We'll see, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You're out of here. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, three minutes on the clock. After three minutes. Chris from Florida. Chris from Florida, don't you hang up on me. How you doing, brother? What's going on, guys? Listen up. Everyone, get excited. 
Everyone knows what was that game. We should have won that game. We would have won that game. We only went one thing in our way, and that was just pride because we didn't want to let Joe Flacco down. But that's a mistake we will not make again. We own those Ravens, guys. We held that boy, that quarterback, working for a contract. We had to make the coaches question that, and that's what we did. Listen, I can't be listening to radio reporters already getting mad at my coach already telling them the truth. We have mm-hmm. a really good team, guys. We have mm-hmm. a real solid good team. I loved seeing Garrett Wilson out there every time they handed him the ball. He was like, don't you touch me. I want to get a first down. I love seeing Michael Carter out there making himself known and, J- and JJ just saying, hey, I got picked up here for a reason. They came mm-hmm. back up for the draft for me for a reason, and I got a sack on Lamar Jackson. Guys, get excited. This team looks good because it's a fact. With, San- with freaking Zach Wilson, we would have won that game. Me and my father looked at that game. We just were confused why Joe Flacco was there. But, mm-hmm. dude, with Zach Wilson, we would have thrashed that team. Yeah, I feel like if you have the mobility of a Zach Wilson – because, like, I, I don't think Flacco did anything crazy. I mean, he he made most of the right reads, I guess, is, like, the like he, he finished with 63% completion percentage. Like, I feel like Zach could have done that with 59 passes, dumping it off. I, I don't know. It's just the talent level between Zach and Flacco is so drastically different. Exactly, and that's the thing. And we have to remember, and it's been said multiple times, guys, Joe Flacco is a statue. The guy can't. The guy can't move. the The best he did was when he did escape the pocket. He got two yards. That's mm-hmm. it. Where Zach Wilson, he's like, I'm not gonna get two yards. I'm gonna get a first down at least. Oh, you, you know? know what burnt me up when <laughs> I'm watching Zach, or, uh, Joe Flacco run, and I'm like, okay, I was like, yeah, he ran out. Yeah, he probably got a yard or two. Negative one yard. What? <laughs> Why did you throw the exactly. ball away? God dang and that's it. that's the thing, guys. We got to get excited about this. I cannot listen to beat reporters and other freaking things. That's why we have fans and we have channels like yours, bud, because we need to remind these people the positive side. We have talent. We've got hardworking talent. That defense was mad good. Why did the defense end up starting down at the end? Because they were out too many times. Seriously, mm-hmm. guys, three and out on the first drive of the second half. That's when you should have known. Joe Flacco, you got to go. Mike White, mm-hmm. you're in. There was too much pride that they had for their quarterback. I hope they learned from that. But we are going to win these games and get ready with this team with Zach Wilson, guys. We're going to get hyped. J-E-T-S. Yes, yes, yes. I love it, Chris. Thank you so much for calling it. That's Chris from Florida bringing the energy every Monday call-in show. I love it. Boys and girls, you get three minutes to plead your case. Thoughts on the Jets' loss to the Ravens. Joe Flacco as the starter. How can the Jets turn it around? Talk to me. I want to hear how you're feeling. What'd you do for the game? What were you doing? Who knows? Who knows? You guys knows. From Pinocchio. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. All right, man. Yeah, um, enjoy your show here. Just wanted to uh, say kind of, you know, obviously good game from the Jets. Obviously, we didn't win, but, you mm-hmm. know, um, we can all take some positives from it. But I think we're in a weird – I feel like this is a weird part of the franchise here because mm-hmm. we're rebuilding, but I feel like – I think you mentioned the draft class was a 2019 that 
Mm-hmm. We just have no players on the field now, and I feel 2020. Like it's, it's that it's that was it rough one. You know? Yeah, dude, we went from like Beckton not on the field, Mims not on the field, Zuniga out, Ashton Davis barely there, Clark out of the NFL, Morgan off the team, freaking <laughs> P Ryan cut. Bryce uh, Hall gives up a touchdown. Man, shanks a punt. Ugh. Yeah, this is this is what we're seeing now. This is mm-hmm. this is the consequence of a bad draft. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like, you know, it, it is what it is. I feel like at the time, I, we all thought we had a pretty decent draft. I mean, we were all mm-hmm. pretty hyped about it. But uh, yeah. you see how it can set a franchise back. And we have the pieces that we brought in are mm-hmm. great. But if that 2020 draft class was what it was supposed to be, we would be a playoff team right now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we can say that for every draft class. But, I mean, I, I feel like – you know, we're going to give some credit to Joe Douglas. That was his first year, but I, I, we're just in a tough spot where we're trying to rebuild, but we have old pieces and we have young talent. But I feel like in a couple of years, the young talent's going to want to get paid or they're going to leave, and then we got to bring another. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like we're we're in a bad spot of a mix of like young players and kind of like veterans, and and you know, it's, I think it's going to take some time. And also, too, mm-hmm. what was the plan with left tackle? You bring in, you have to bring in Dwayne Brown because mm-hmm. Beckton gets hurt. Like it was like almost we had no plan. It's like oh, we, we got to go get thirty-seven year old Dwayne Brown. Let's, let's go get him. I mean, that well, was I the think plan. I think the plan was to bring Dwayne Brown in anyway. Like that was what they were going to do, yeah. even with a healthy Beckton. And then when Beckton went down, then it was like ah crap. Now we got to make a move, and now we got to pay a little bit more than we would have because now we need a starter. And then Brown goes down, and it's like, man, like. What are you going to do? It's I, I didn't think tackle at the top of the draft was right. I think gambling on Becton was the not maybe not the smart move, but I think it's the move you needed to make this year. You know, you go into this offseason, all bets are off. You're not gambling on Makai Becton at all. If you have the f- draft pick or the free agent that comes wandering around and you can throw the bag at him, I think you wind up making that uh, making that decision. Yeah, good point. You're right. It was a gamble, but um, mm-hmm. I think overall I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. It's just uh, a little frustrating, but, you know, tough season, but let's all stay positive and boom, ejected from the cockpit. <laughs> Listen, you're out of here. He ejected himself. I love it. Had me going for a bit. Russell Wilson throws a strike. Nice to see that. Jerry Judy. Oh, I got him on my fantasy team. Hopefully I'm uh, I'm doing all right. I got smacked around a little bit. I think I should check the sleeper league that we're in. That was the one that uh, we did for the channel. See how it's looking. I think I'm, ooh, yeah. (laughs) My ass is losing to Curdy. I think Curdy's in here. I thought I saw him. Yeah, I got smacked around. Who hurt me the most? ETN sucks. Ah, Brandon McManus got me three points. 49ers defense, five points. Not going to win like that. Not going to win like that. Disappointing. Whatever. Who we got? Who's calling in? From Sam. To accept. Sam, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Ah, not too bad. I'm trying to, like, come to grips with the fact that our team, you know, kind of gave it away yesterday. They were definitely underwhelming. How are you doing? You know what? I'm not um, taking this loss as hard as most people are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, I know this team's full of silver linings, but yesterday just seemed to be, you know, different. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I you mean, got, you know, the young guys playing. You got the young guys playing like they're veterans out there, like they've you know been there, done that. Yeah, um, I did like that aspect of things. Like the, for me, the the guys that lost this for the New York Jets, it's guys like. Joiner, it's guys like Flacco. It's I have guys a, I have a like for Joiner now. Ooh, you can change his, first, change his first name to Liability. Ah, oh, Liability Joiner. <laughs> no, <laughs> it sucks because like I, I, he was a guy that I wanted to see the Jets bring back from a leadership perspective. A guy that had performed well at safety in the past, who was stuck in nickel out in Oakland or Vegas the last like two years prior. He got injured as a New York Jet. I was like, ah, you know, let's bring him back. He's gonna be cheap. Why not? Dude got beat like a drum. I mean, I know we, we always rag on Ashton Davis for his mm. lack of, you know, football IQ, but if he's out there, I think there's a chance that play's actually broken up just because of the speed he brings to the table. Yeah, like, great, but it, it, if, if Joyner's not going to be able to get into position and, like, there's those question marks of him, put in Adams, put in, you know, Davis, yep. put in one of these guys that has more upside than what Joyner has shown in current uh productivity this has been what like four or five years since he even touched the field as a safety yeah i know they yeah. tried the the cornerback experiment out in vegas yeah. and oakland but that just was a straight train wreck it was horrible he was playing the nickel and that's why i thought like okay you know what they're bringing him in as a safety not bad i could i could get yeah. on board with that and even bringing him back this year i'm okay with but if he's yeah, gonna play like that you know roll the dice on the high upside guy 100 yeah. percent. i mean we're already out of I mean, after you gave it that touchdown, we were out of the game. But mm-hmm. dude, that I was mean, a dagger. I also want to bring up uh, DJ DJ Reed's interception. Just the oh, loved it. The, loved the quick, it. The quick um, reaction to people on Twitter, him celebrating after. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, hold on. There's got to be something different because he yeah. went right to that logo and pointed to the sky. After yeah, his dad passed dad, away right? just passed before, away the right before the game. Yeah, he found out as they were doing the home. as they were like running out of the tunnel. He was I'm crying during the national moment, anthem. You know, his, you know, glad he got his moment. Mm-hmm. He made a better catch than most of the receivers out there. But yeah, dude, I I, I really th- th- it takes a whole lot of strength to do what he wound up doing yesterday. Finding that out before the game and still playing and like coming away the way like he is a baller. I love our secondary oh. with this. Like aside from our safeties, the safeties are are what kind of drives me a little bonkers. But brother, thank you so much for the call. You You're out of here. From the cockpit. Love it. Boys and girls, we got like 44 minutes left in the show. Ooh, you know what I'm going to do, though? I saw a super chat come up. So we're going to take a second to uh, answer that. Let's see what's going on. Boogie Down Bronx. What's up, Boogie? Or is it Mr. Bronx? I'll call it Boogie. Boogie says... Hey, Ryan, I think the Jets put themselves in a position that they have to win this Sunday. If they lose on Sunday and get blown out, oh boy. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I, I look, as long as we don't have our starting quarterback, it's hard for me to really be too doom and gloomy on the New York Jets. But this is a game that I, it just sucks because like I feel like this game was one we could have won with the way we played. Now, this this defense that's coming in or we're going into, going to be tough. Cleveland's not an easy team, even without Deshaun Watson. I think you have to control the clock. You have to run the ball. Don't let them have the opportunity to score points. 
And it, look, it's still just week two. We've only seen one game from all these teams. We don't know what they are. There's plenty of times teams win one, two games, and then are awful the rest of the year. Who knows? Maybe the Jets hit their stride. We'll see. I wouldn't be, if the Jets lose on Sunday, I'm not in a panic mode. Like, my whole diagnosis, or maybe not diagnosis, my whole initiative for this season, I want wins. I want to see us be competitive and that little emoji in the bottom corner of the screen in December. That is important. But what's more important is finding out what you have in Zach Wilson and knowing he's the guy moving forward. And I think even if the Jets wind up winning, like, say, let's call it six games, like, let's say it's a, you know, worse than, like, we really are, like, kind of expect. Like, I'm thinking seven wins is, like, the floor. But six wins with, you know, Zach Wilson, us knowing that's the dude, like, that's our guy moving forward. I could live with that. I really could. I just want to see some wins. It's been so long since we've seen a goddamn win. Uh, Dana Jones comes in, says, I like Joe. He's always been available to chuck the ball for big yards when he was with Baltimore, but Lamar was Lamar. Delicious. As always, go Ravens. Ah, dang it. I was really hoping, the Jets contained Lamar. I was really hoping, aside from like the long bomb to Bateman, like, he would have had under 200 yards if you if you eliminate that one play. And I don't remember what down or distance that was on. Like, maybe that was a first down play, and I just, you know, he would have had other opportunities anyway to get more yardage. But I think if you eliminate that play and you eliminate the confusion that the Jets had on defense, at least in the secondary, imagine holding Lamar Jackson to under 200 yards. I don't know. I don't know. Guys, you get three minutes on the clock. We got 40 minutes left in the call-in show. After three minutes... That's it! You're out of here! That's right. You get the chicken. Don't get cocky. Chicken, cocky, get it? Ah, boo, bad joke. Zach Marshall! Thank you for becoming the newest member of the Jets Talk 24-7 family, dude. Zach just got himself a whole bunch of emojis for joining the channel. Guys, members of the channel, drop some J-E-T-S in the chat for our new member, Bernard from North Carolina. Bernard from North Carolina, how are you doing tonight? How are you, Ryan? Ah, dude, you know how I'm doing. I'm just frustrated with where we're at right now. How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty good, buddy. Enjoying a, a rare day off. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice. I don't like what's going on with this team either. Uh, I didn't have the opportunity to see the game because I had to be back with the airlines. I had to work on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I did check the scores. Mm-hmm. I think it was about 2.02 or so o'clock, and I saw we were trailing three to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I felt optimistic about it. And then once I got home and everything was finalized, I saw the end result of it. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, without Zach Wilson, it's going to be a rough, rough goal. Now, the team showed showed some good signs of the defense. That's good. The defense has improved significantly. Mm-hmm. We do have the weapons on offense. But the offensive line losing Beckton was a huge loss. We lost a pretty, pretty solid pass setter and, and obviously a road grader, a dominant run blocker. Mm-hmm. Now, the biggest thing has me concerned is what kind of decision this franchise is going to make on quarterback for the next two weeks. 
Are they going to be stubborn mm-hmm. and stick with Flacco? Flacco can't move. Mm-hmm. He's a shell of what he was in his earlier Baltimore Baltimore Raven career. They're giving mm-hmm. him the courtesy because he's a veteran, you know, giving him that respect and giving the you know the benefit of the doubt to start him. To me, mm-hmm. Trevor should start. He's mobile. We can use the same formula that Baltimore did with Lamar Jackson and Buffalo did with Josh Allen. Keep mm-hmm. him simpler throws. Let him run the ball. See if we can get it going. And try to move the ball. Otherwise, I, we're in big trouble. I would like to see Strevler. I'd be pretty impressed if they made that move, though. I think Flacco oh, yeah, yeah. probably gets the start. Mike White, um, I would like to see, but I think you might run the risk of, like, I don't know. I guess a win's a win. You, yeah. you do it any way you saying, can. It's a, it's, a, it's a ballsy move, but maybe they might have to do something out of the box. They have nothing to lose anyway. Well, that's just it. It's like we know what Mike White is. We know what Joe Flacco is. Like, screw it. (laughs) I want to see it. Like, screw it. Why not? Like, Strebler at least is mobile. It felt like the team was balling out. But it was also like, you know, you're talking third, fourth string guys. Strebler would be a – it would be a ballsy move. It would be ballsy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think think about this team going forward Mm -hmm. beyond this year? Because I'm kind of – I think tackle's the big question mark for sure. Like, before you even get to – to secondary like a safety or linebacker like for me i'm trying to solve tackle and i'm going into the offseason i'm negotiating with fan i'd love to bring him back on a three-year deal regardless of if he's the starter or not Dominance, you know i'd like to bring him back three for three years i want to see orlando brown from kansas city i want to throw the bag at him That's it. You're sorry bernard here. you're gone Geno Smith throws a second touchdown. Man, be really nice if like <laughs> Geno could have played like this when he was here. From Joe. Joe, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's up, Ryan? I'm trying to hang in there. Depressing trying to see like the Jets do well, and then you're seeing your former quarterback you drafted in the second round in 2013, like, slinging it around on Denver. <laughs> you know what? I was going to get mad tonight and start cursing, <laughs> but I don't want to go that route because usually <laughs> I try to be positive. All right, talk you to know. me. What's on your I mind? I'd like to break down a little bit of this game, but I want to get to the straight to the point. I think they had a game plan initially. They started off with the run game. Mm-hmm. Michael Carter... And Brees Hall, they're good as a tandem besides the fumble, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But in all honesty, where were the tight ends in this game? I mean, we signed both these guys to good-sized contracts. We mm-hmm. barely used them. Where yeah, Con- Conklin had a fumble, right? That was about it that I really remember from the tight end. I mean, he wound up having a touchdown, too, but, like, it, it was very underwhelming from the tight end perspective. Like, for as much hype as that position got. Where was Garrett Wilson in this game? I mean, we've seen glimpses. You could tell he's a stud. Mm-hmm. He's a number one receiver. He's the best receiver on that team. I can tell you that right now he's going to be better than Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. He's going to be better than Elijah Moore. You know. They barely used him. Jermaine mm-hmm. Johnson had a sack that game. They barely used him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. What are they doing? Yeah, I, I don't know if they're just erring on the side of caution with veterans. It just it feels it felt like we were in that game. Like the defense did enough to win it, 
And the offense just like stagnant, like just very like not impressive. <laughs> like I, I don't know what, what like aside from Carter and Davis, like everything was just kind of like stale. Yeah, well, Joe Flacco didn't help. I mean, let's be honest, mm-hmm. he was terrible. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I'm so disgusted, man. I've been watching this game for 41 years. I mean, I try to be my best to mm-hmm. put faith in this team, and I think Joe Douglas built a good team. I really do. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent on this team. This could be a playoff team, but I don't know, man. This coaching, I'm starting to second-guess them a little bit. You know, they came mm-hmm. in. Give or take with good, you know, intentions, and they had a game plan at the mm-hmm. outset, and it just all fell apart. Like, they didn't, mm-hmm. like, get these guys going in the second half, and I don't understand. It was right there for the taking. Baltimore didn't play that great in that game. No, no, we, we could have won that game. That's what's so irritating about this, and I feel like the secondary or second-half adjustments haven't quite been there. Like, some players will play a little bit better, but it doesn't feel like, as a unit, like, as a team, that we get that second half adjustment the way some other teams do. But dude, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. All right, boys and girls, we got about a half hour. We've got over 200 people in here. Hit that like button if you enjoy what you're hearing. If you like the call-in show. I like the call-in show. I know everyone's watching Monday Night Football. I only get the true diehards calling into the show. And I appreciate you. Really do. What are you guys talking about in the chat? Michael Murphy says Mike White should have played fourth quarter period. Nah, look, you let let Flacco just Run it out at that point. Figure out what it is. Just sucks. From Nick. Nick, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How are you tonight? Dude, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is this team moving forward? How are you feeling? Yeah. Um, you know, a, a little better than I was, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel better. Uh, at least a little better. Like, <laughs> I left that game. I was like... Yeah spit nails in the fourth quarter. I, like, I sat in the rain to watch this. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's, it's actually funny because I live in Georgia now, so it's like... Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to watch the game. Like, you got to act as a VPN and do all that funny stuff, you know? So, oh, yeah. It's like... So, like, like disappointed to turn on Sunday football and, like, the team like, the team. It's just... You know, like, I, I do think there's a little bit of an over-exaggeration. Oh, no. Like, I lost him. God, try calling back. Your connection was shit. That's what sucks. I wish I could do, like, a call waiting. Got to figure this out. <laughs> I got to keep, I got to reach out to Long Beach Joe. Have not done that yet. Need to do it. Tyrell Smith says sign Lamar next season. Dude, could you imagine getting Lamar Jackson? I just don't want him to go to Miami. That's my fear. From Peter. 
Peter, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. I'm hanging in there. Trying to hang in there, at least. What's going on in your mind? Hey, so I have a question. So after watching that game, oh, mm -hmm. boy, let me tell you. Blackwell sucks ass. <laughs> through a straw. Through a bendy straw. I, I, one of the ones with the little loops. I, I, okay, so my main question is, mm -hmm. next game against the Browns, mm -hmm. let's say he plays like dog shit. What do we mm -hmm. do? What, what, does, what does Coach Solid do that doesn't make it seem like Flacco, we're done with you, we're going to drop you? Mm-hmm. Then who do we go, Mike White or Strebler? Oh, dude, I'm going Mike White against the Bengals all over again. Let's give them shades of 2021, 100%. If Flacco shits the bed, I'm going to White for the Bengal game. Okay. okay. <laughs> right? Like, no, like he did it once, let's do it again. But if he winds up with... Ah, oh, he got booted. I don't know what happened. You got... Is it my internet connection? I don't think so. I think it's your internet connection. That's it! You're out of here! Oh, God. Boys and girls, we got 30 minutes left in the call-in show. If you want to plead your case. Phone number's on the screen. Who we got? Vinny, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, man? I wish I could have met you, but I guess I, I missed you by the time the rain set in. You guys must have head into the stadium. Oh, dude. I, so we started heading into the stadium around 12, 20, 12, 30 or so. That's when I started making my way in. You yeah, know, by, I think by the time I reached the lot that you were in, that was probably around the time I got mm. there. Yeah, no, everyone was closing everything up. We are actually, like, later than maybe some of the other people even. Sucks, Vinny. Would have liked to meet you. What's going on? What's on your mind? Well, you know, I know a lot of people are frustrated with the loss. But it, it, look, there were mistakes, but the mistakes will be correct over time. Mm -hmm. I think there are really two reasons why we lost this game. Mm -hmm. One, we have a geriatric old fart named Joe Flacco at quarterback. And two, we have an offensive line that's gone through three different tackle combinations since the offseason began. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, that is more than likely the issue that we had. Now the talent, the talent is there. This is not like what happened yesterday with New England. Mm -hmm. They just lost because they're poor, they don't have talent and they have terrible coaching. Yeah, the talent is here. The coaching is here. It's just those two things right now are going to hold us back. Like right now, trying to win with Joe Flacco and an offensive line that's two weeks away from being ready is mm -hmm. like trying to win a drag race with a Model T. Yeah, dude, you're just not going to win. You don't have that. You don't have the horses in the stable to be able to do that. And I think the the Jets, once this offensive line gels, once you get Zach Wilson back, the, the whole dynamic completely shifts. Oh, definitely. You know, like, in like the silver lining for me this week weekend was, you know, scoring more points than the Patriots. <laughs> That's not a real high bar to set for this week. Single digits is never good. No, no, no. Then the other thing was I got so mad at this game. I reminded, I was telling Ravens fans that the guy mm -hmm. who that their team's name is derived from a poem written by a cousin fucker. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a, uh, a one way <laughs> one way to go about it, I guess. No, no, not that's true. Edgar Allan Poe married his fourteen-year-old first cousin when he was twenty-seven. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, never <laughs> think of the Ravens the same nasty. way. Nasty. I didn't know that. 
I mean, there had to be ravens before that, right? Like, it's not like he yeah. invented the raven. No, but that's where they got the name from because he's he's a Baltimore resident and it's yeah. his most famous piece of work. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, right? But you know, the thing is, like, I see people frustrate everything, and look, it's all right to be frustrated. We're all sick and tired of losing, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's not a situation that really coach blame blame towards coaching or anything. The defense I thought played well. Mm-hmm. I like the rookies. You know, the rookies look like they can play. The talent. Boom! <laughs> Sorry, Benny. You're out of here. That's what happens. You got three minutes. Put yourself on the clock. Jets Blues says better roster this year. Same result. Same stupid mistakes. I don't know if it's the same mistakes. But same stupid results is probably uh, probably accurate. Lane. I'll be honest, the game went about how I expected. It's going to be a rough few weeks until we get Zach back. Hey, look, there's a lot of people that were calling us 0-9 to start the season. If I'm looking, realistically, I think the Patriots are winnable. Tua doesn't scare me, but the rest of that team scares me. But I think you could split with Miami. I think you could sweep New England. Steelers don't have T.J. Watt. We're going to have that opportunity. No Deshaun Watson. We're going to go against Brissett next week. Who knows? Maybe we turn it around in just one week's time. Positive vibes only. Keep saying it. Positive vibes only. Eat your crow. Joiner screwed over the defense. Yeah, he was he was rough. He was not fun to watch yesterday. V-Man says, People question why I said Pat's coaching stinks or sucks. I meant their offensive coaching staff sucks. Yeah, losing McDaniels was a huge blow for Mac Jones. Absolutely massive. From? Bigum. Hey, what's good, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on? Dude, I'm hanging in there. Where are you calling from? North Carolina. Love it. We got a nice, strong North Carolina crew down there. I think we've you're like the third caller from North Carolina. Love it. Hold on. I got about three, four left in my family. <laughs> Fire away. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know what happened last night. I mean, yesterday, man. But why didn't they play Garrett Wilson more? Dude, he's was, so shifty. Like, I'd love to see him more. But I, I, I didn't feel like the receivers were really the problem. Like, aside from Cager falling, yeah. like, I thought Corey Davis did all right. Like, the, the one drop, like, he clearly had to, like, turn and, like, contort his body a little bit. I, I think he should have caught it. Yeah. I thought Garrett Wilson played well. I thought Elijah Moore played well. Like, Carter played they well. Were, like it, They were getting the ball. Like, yeah. That was, I was just like, what is going on? Like, it just seemed like when they needed to make a play, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Yeah. It was, it was killing every time. 
Yeah, and that, like between Flacco being immobile, like I feel like you weren't able to take advantage of some of the creativity that Elijah Moore or Garrett Wilson could potentially have with that off-script stuff that we get so, so um, I don't know what I could call it, flustered at with Zach Wilson, but that's where you get the big wow plays. Like, like for me, Joe Flacco running around, you're not really like, yeah, it's, I don't it's, feel it's like there's a big lot. play to be had <laughs> when he's running around. No, that's not going to happen. And Max Mitchell did play good yesterday, mm-hmm. man. I, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was surprised the way our defense played facing Lamar. Like, even without Dobbins, like, it, for me, it was nice to see Sauce on Andrews. Like, that, to me, tells me they are very confident in his skill set. And not only that, they're going to move him around, too, mm-hmm. with the matchup. So I think that's going to go well for us, too. Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to keep him zone on the outside and then on third down put him in man, but they had him locked in on, like, multiple uh, opportunities with Andrews on the field. Oh, yeah, they, they did right, man. But like I said, I think it's going to get better. I think mm-hmm. we can get, go to Cleveland and try to make some noise. But, Do you, you think Sal is the right coach? Like, are you are you on the uh, yeah. I'm mad at Salah yeah. and the coaching staff, or I do love, you think this – I love the cover three scheme. I love what they do, um, and I think they can make it happen, man. It's just they got they got the talent now, and now they just got to execute. Yeah, I feel like they got the players. It's it's really like okay, if we're losing because of Flacco, if we're losing because of Joiner, if we're losing because the offensive line hasn't gelled, like I can almost live with that. That's that's where I kind of go on this. I want to win because of our young players. And if we have to lose, I'd rather lose because of the players that were not going to be here long term. Brother, thank you so much You're for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Dana Jones comes in to beat me up a little bit more. Anytime you hold Lamar to 17 yards rushing and 213 yards passing, you should win. The Ravens' run game was trash. Your safety let y'all down. Beat the Browns. Dude, we're hoping to beat the. Dude, Dave. Girl, dude, dudette, we're hoping to beat the Browns. We're going to help you guys out, try to get that division title. Bengals wound up losing. Steelers won in overtime. We'll try to get one of those. We'll, we'll try to beat the Browns and the Steelers for you. And you can say you're welcome. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, look, if you told me Lamar was going to rush for 17 yards, 17 yards, I'm telling you we win that game. Sucks. That's what's frustrating. Had a few people comment saying, ah, the team sucks. No, the team doesn't suck. There are some things that sucked during yesterday's game. And you're going to get some guys that are upset with the coaching staff, with the play of the team overall. I'm going to tell you, those people are wrong. Hate it. Boys and girls, you get three minutes on the clock. After three minutes. That's it! You're out of here! That's right. You out of here. I think I accidentally hung up on that dude. Sorry. Caller. We shall see. 20 minutes left in the call-in show. 20 minutes to plead your case as to what is going on with the New York Jets. Soy Class Act comes in and says, Strev fits Wilson profile, white one, Strev two. Uh, look, 
would I love to see Strevler go out there and just play some backyard football and be silly and like try to try to win a game? Yeah. I think for the rest of our team, being able to operate within the offense with Mike White might be the smarter play. I think Flacco gets the start this week. If the Jets lose, there's a really high likelihood that I think they start White versus the Bengals. See if they can capture uh, lightning in a bottle twice. Maybe there was something he saw, something that, that tipped him off as to how they could beat the Bengals. Or it was pure dumb luck. Could be any of that. What else you guys talking about? Tigo says, is Tony Adams? Is it Tony Adams time yet? I would say Adams or Davis. Yeah, one of them. I think Joyner has shown enough in just a game where it's like, well, we could go with someone else. And they're going to be younger. And they're going to be around a little bit longer. So maybe those reps are more valuable. I think so. Noah says, there needs to be some punishments for drops and fumbles in the game. Sit the rest of the drive, etc. Too many drops. Yesterday was a sloppy, sloppy game. I don't want to, like, criticize top players for, for missing something on a rainy day. I think fumbles you can absolutely uh, ding for because no matter how bad the weather is, Got to hold on to the rock. Catching, maybe a little bit tougher. Who we got? From? Alex Hunter. Alex, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. My friend Ryan, first and foremost, I would like to say that I'm happy we're back in the swing of things. I love the content that you uh, put out. It's fabulous. It keeps me occupied on the weekends. So I want to say thank you very much for that. Oh, thank you. It's it's nice to know. It's appreciated. <laughs> so what's on your mind? How'd you uh, feel about yesterday's game? Uh, it went a little worse than I expected, but not terribly. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I didn't expect the offense to do well. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say this much, though. Right? I remember commenting on somebody else's YouTube video when I went to yours and got, mm-hmm. like, they, they were talking up, they were talking down Joe Flacco. They were like, he's not the best quarterback on this team. It's probably Zach, right? Sure. And in my mind, I was like, no, we have a good veteran in Joe mm-hmm. Flacco. He's probably better, but mm-hmm. he's not in the future, so we don't want to start him, right? Sure. And a- after this week, I looked at that game, and I'm like, no. I'm like, he literally might be like the second or third best quarterback on this team. Yeah. It kind I th- of gave me a reality check. On I think there's there's a fine thought process in – Hey, Flacco has seen a lot of defenses. This offensive line needs to gel. Let's figure it out together. We'll have this dude play a week or two, three weeks, until Zach gets ready, understand what the the rest of the offense is doing. But, like, dude, his mobility or lack thereof, that was an issue yesterday. Uh, like, yeah, that, it, it, It's so necessary with the mm-hmm. line that we're putting in front of him. Yeah, no, like, you have to be able to move. I, I don't want. I don't want to blame the the GM or the coaches here, right? Because mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to have five left tackles that are no, dude? That and that's just right? it. Like, you you, t- you take a left tackle at number eleven overall. You got to give that guy another shot. You you yeah. bring in a replacement who's a Pro Bowl player who hasn't been injured in four years. That's a good move. <laughs> 
like it just yeah. sucks he gets hurt like, no no i was i wouldn't happen i was like i was like oh my god this guy was still in the market how the fuck is yep. Dane, i'm sorry for the language i was like no how it's all right is, uh, fire away Brown still here um, yeah that's yeah. just it I, I was so excited for that and i i just can't believe it right we have we have a season end, ending injury for the first guy we got a, we got an ir for the second guy right mm-hmm. we're, honestly we're 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 one play away from starting our fourth option at left tackle and that's what blows my mind and it's and it's yeah. to no fault it's when when, when was makai was makai in uh, douglas's like real first draft was that his first pick that was his first sure. real pick. That was the COVID year where you couldn't meet with players. They did get to yeah. see the, the the combine. Adam Gase was still here. That is like the only thing I'm hanging my hat on. Like Douglas's last two drafts look legit, which makes the 2020 draft seem that much more of an outlier. And I'm hoping it's because Gase was here. I got my fingers crossed. Dude, you better You're out of here. from the cockpit. All right, we'll get back to the call-ins in just a second. Knob Craft, one of our members, uh, celebrating his 17 months as a member of the channel with one of his free Super Chats. Salah is on the clock. Dude has five days to learn how to make in-game adjustments. He still can't... uh, He's still hanging his head on the sidelines, too. Can't hang your head and tell us they played good for too much longer. Talk becomes cheap. 100%. 100%. Talk becomes cheap. You have to be able to turn those into wins. And you don't want your message to get stale. I think he's got a little bit of, hey, we don't have our quarterback. We're not fighting with a full deck of cards. Someone uh, cut the deck and they forgot to put the other part of the deck on top. So you're not playing with your full arsenal. The tackle situation, that's concerning. I mean, heck, quarterback is too. But I feel like Zach, I saw enough from Zach last year to make me optimistic for when he comes back. I don't know what I'm going to do. If Zach's not the guy, (laughs) I'm going to lose my marbles. I I don't even know what to do at that point anymore. Just hope for like lightning to strike. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Boys and girls. If you're upset that the Jets lost, hit the like button. If you're excited how Carl Lawson and Michael Carter and Corey Davis and Jermaine Johnson played, hit the like button. It means a lot. Boys and girls, we got 12 minutes. 12 minutes! My head's starting to get hot. This thing is meant to be a winter hat. Not just a pilot's cap. Ah. Having a kid. Keeping you up late. Shay slept for like... I don't know. She was up every hour on the hour. Woof. (laughs) Woof. Oh, bad. Man, Raven's big truss showing out in the chat right now. Give this dude some hell. Coming in here. Not going to boot him. It's okay. I want to hear the other team's perspective. I love when things can be added. 
Although he doesn't seem like he's adding anything. <laughs> he seems like he's just pissing people off. That's okay. JW says, my kids are 10 and 5, and they still don't sleep. Shay was sleeping well. She was sleeping pretty good. And then the last, like, few days, it's been, like, a little rough. Last night was bad, because, like, I was already, like, not feeling great because I was just a long, long day. But, dude, every, huh, every hour, waking up, I'm looking at my phone, I was like, I got to be up at, like, 6 o'clock, 5.45. I look at my phone, 2 in the morning. Woof. Go back to sleep. Wake up again. 2.30. Ah, <laughs> Go back to sleep. Wake up again. 3 o'clock. Ah, <laughs> Couldn't get any sleep. My wife is a saint. Tigo's saying the same thing. Ben is doing the same thing. It's crazy. The sleep regression thing. Not fun. <laughs> I mean, it's cute. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's... A lot worse things I could be waking up for in the middle of the night than, like, an adorable little kid. That's okay. We'll get it figured out. Humblebeast69 says, Hey, Ryan, man, I'm not going to lie. Everyone wants to cut Flacco slack for our line, but what about the dumbass passes the guy was making? You just can't blame everyone else. No, I look, hey, Joe Flacco deserves a lot of blame yesterday. It's on him. It's on Joyner. It's on the offensive line. Those are the three areas that I really kind of hang that on. Maybe you blame a little bit on the floor. Was LaFleur in the booth? Or was LaFleur on the sideline? That's the issue of being at the stadium. They don't show you that shit. So I have no idea where he was. Nah. <laughs> oh, Becca. I love you. Want to bring me a snack? I'll get you a snack. I'm off the air in nine minutes. I'll get you something. See what we got. He was in the booth. Booth LaFleur. Not good booth LaFleur uh, in the rain, I guess. Your team has a great head coach and a franchise quarterback. The organization is just as good. But why are you here on the Jets chat? Just to annoy us. No, it's because they don't have any good content creators for the Ravens. I see. Now I'm calling shots. No, you, you guys got a, you got a really good one over there. What the hell's his name? I watched him. I actually, I really like his setup too. He's got a really good setup. I can't think of what his damn name is. But he just likes hanging out with us. It's all right. Everyone's allowed to play over here. <laughs> Jedi Sonic, don't feed the troll. That's all right. Where's he going? Your quarterback can't throw. Hangs a 50-yard pass on us. Ugh. Rough. R-U-F-F. Rough. Ingraven. Is that actually his name? It might be his name. It's funny, I don't know that. Sounds like that might be right. It 
Tigo says, not to come up with another excuse for this team, because we sure messed up this game. But the refs also seemed like they wouldn't call anything the Jets way. I Look, I didn't think, it didn't feel to me like there was egregious penalties. I don't know how many penalties were actually called, but it didn't feel off. Like there's some games where I'm like, eh, that's not right. I never got that vibe. Justin says, hey, Ryan, would you ever give a shot with Chris Strebler at quarterback? I, I don't know. Things would really have to go wrong. You'd have to pull Flacco and, like, White got hurt. Actually, you probably need to get both guys hurt, realistically, to have Strebler play. I really, I don't think there's any way he sees the field, as much as I enjoyed watching him. Joe West says the only real quarterback on the roster is Wilson. It's the only one that could strike fear into players if he starts clicking. No one's scared of Flacco anymore. No one's scared of Mike White. Like even Mike White beating the Bengals last year, it's a lot of like inside the 10-yard passing. You're not going deep on him. JW says Joe Flacco is way past his prime. He takes Viagra so he doesn't roll out of bed. Ah, that's pretty funny. Stud City. What do you think Aaron Rodgers can do with our wide receiver group? I was talking about that. Was it yesterday? It might have been yesterday. There's like a, a non-zero percent chance that the Jets have such a good team. I don't think it's next year. It's probably two years from now. Where like if Rodgers is looking for a team like the Bucks that are loaded and would spend all their assets trying to win a ring around him, the Jets are going to be in an interesting spot in two years if Zach's not the guy. And I really hope that's not the case because I want sustained success and signing someone like Rodgers, while it's great, I, it feels... Look, I'd, I'd buy a Super Bowl if I could, but man, I want to win it the right way. Like, we're going to watch the Bills this year probably win a Super Bowl. And they're going to win it with Josh Allen. And they built that team up from the ground. And they're going to be so proud of that team. Like, I want that to be the Jets. I want to be the team that found our quarterback. We groomed our quarterback. And now teams don't want to play us. It just feels like we can't get the quarterback right. Or at least we can't have it all click. Just want to see it happen. Humble says, I was at the Mike White game last year. Literally the best Jets game I ever watched, man. Was exciting to be in the atmosphere. That's like, that's probably the, well, was that, well, it was the Titan game. Then it was that game. Yeah, that was probably the most exciting game we had last season. If I had to really like think hard about it. Like there were other games that I felt like were more productive from like a our long-term future. Like I didn't feel like the Bengal game was like a, oh, we might have our franchise quarterback. <laughs> it was, oh wow, the Bengals forgot we were a team. We caught them sleeping. NY Jets Superfan says, just imagine if we drafted Josh Allen instead of Sam Darnold. 
I, I had this discussion yesterday too because I, I legitimately like Josh Allen. Like I don't really have any negative feelings towards him aside from him being like a, a Bills player. And even then, like the Bills don't hold the same type of hate in my heart the way like Patriot fans do. Like I, I despise Patriot fans and I really don't like Miami fans. Buffalo has just kind of been that like that team that just couldn't figure it out either. So I, I have a little bit more sympathy for them. But Josh Allen is like really fun to watch. And I don't think he's the type of quarterback that would have succeeded under Todd Bowles, would have succeeded under Adam Gase. So I think his career trajectory is completely different. Like he is, that whole coaching staff in Buffalo is the coaching staff that came from Carolina. They're making Josh Allen, Cam Newton 2.0 with a much better arm. Like Josh Allen is his arm is so incredibly fascinating and like just what he can do with it. And hopefully he doesn't take the shots that Cam did because Cam's career was shorter because he kept using his body as a weapon. Josh Allen is doing some of that right now, but hopefully he can last a little bit longer. Well, ideally, hopefully he does not last a little bit longer. <laughs> I don't want to see, I don't want to face him for 15 years. But I don't think he's the same guy. Like, I think if Darnold goes there, Darnold probably has a little bit more success. Josh Allen, does he become the great quarterback that he is now with the Jets? I'm not so sure. There's something to the whole ability to nurture your quarterback and grow him the right way. And I don't know if the Jets had that atmosphere. Yo, Gino Italy Jet. It was nice seeing you at the game as well, dude. I did a collab with Gino last week, a few days ago. I don't know. My days are all blended together. Check it out. Uh, Mike White dressed up as a good quarterback for Halloween. Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully you can dress up a little earlier. Um, let's see. Rayan says, I feel like with the injury, uh, I feel like with injury that happened to Zach, he will come back looking really good how he did against the Bucks. I hope so. Some of the little nuances in his game that he was able to utilize post injury last year, getting the, uh, the snap count, getting that down, getting guys to jump 12 men on the field. Some of the little things that he did at the end of last year, I think is something I'd like to see at the beginning of this year. And then I watch him grow from there. Nothing would bang me up more than having, you know, a terrible team. Terrible team. And Zach Wilson just like shits the bed. <laughs> that would, that would just drive me up a wall. All right, boys and girls. We're at that 10 o'clock hour. So you know what that means? gonna gonna get the hell out of here we got the talking jets panel tomorrow i want to hear your thoughts tomorrow i want to hear it down in the comment section if i didn't get to your call you want to talk a little ball I try to answer as much as i can in the comment section but boys it's been a lot of fun hanging out time to go look at a baby <laughs> boys and girls drop a like on your way out this is Jets Talk signing off. 
J-E-T-S.